Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar. And today we have with us Mukhtar Masabitor. He is the blockchain entrepreneur and founder at Blockspace Labs. Hello, Mukhtar. How are you? Hi, Juliet. Um, very nice to hear you. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, it would be very interesting to, to talk about this new technology, blockchain and development. Absolutely. So why don't you kick us off with telling us about Blockspace Labs and what you do there. Um, Blockspace Labs is founded in February 16, the development and consulting firm. And uh, we're working on our three major projects um, on identity management. First one, first one is for identity management on blockchain. Second is um, the healthcare application. And third one is financial. Um, all three startups are in uh, sales mode still. And uh, we were working on development, and because there's many things we need to consider, uh, we are not ready to uh, to provide any more details on it. Got it. But yeah, um, but beyond that, uh, we are also providing some consulting services on development, uh, including you know business side and technological other blockchain. Excellent. So currently, Blockspace Labs is under wraps. You can't really talk about that too much. Uh, what can you tell us? Um. 
Well, you know, there's a lot of things. Um, we are involved at the Block Space Labs, and, um, uh, mostly with blockchain startups developing their applications, including okay. our, you know, helping them with to prepare for, and also famous initial coin offerings, um, and uh, uh, in further uh, technological platform development. And, uh, you know, along the way, we learned learning a lot of things, uh, you know, and we are involved in many industries starting, you know, simply, you know, mineral mining to, uh, to more technological spaces, uh, advising different companies uh, in different spaces on different issues, now, starting with development of white papers, which is uh, probably some sort of replacement for business plans, strategic plans, visions, and so on. Uh, and uh, to uh, you know, to real coding. Mm-hmm. So you really help businesses get off the ground, and you have a process that produces results. What is your process with that? Uh, uh, do, do you mean a process for consulting? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we start actually with uh, you know, if you are talking about uh, companies that are you know, need probably um, you know turnkey services, we start from very scratches to. Uh, identify their needs in the blockchain industry and if uh, blockchain industry really adds value to their business or to their idea. So basically we're evaluating, um, you know, companies' uh, um, future uh, with blockchain and then we move, and if it it makes sense, um, uh, technology, blockchain and distributed ledger technology, we just advise on how to better implement a major issue we face on business side, and which is not really most uh, blockchain startups still get, is that uh, um, the key issue with any blockchain startup is uh, is token economics. Basically, what we're talking here is that uh, businesses in in blockchain space cannot rely on simply business model as a as a traditional concept anymore, and they need to focus on creating economic opportunities for all members they want to get to their platform. So the so difference is between business model and the microeconomic model each blockchain startups creates is that they should uh, uh, work. So, so basically the difference between business model and the microeconomic model that uh, when we use business model, it is for traditional business where uh, there's major interaction between business and users, customers, or clients. In microeconomic model, uh, it's, 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 it's a bit different. Uh, you don't treat uh, all your members on your platform as customers. You have to create, you have to treat them as the members of the microeconomic ecosystem. And uh, without any, without creating any opportunity for your members, uh, blockchain startup is not going to make any difference of don't add any value uh, to the blockchain space. That's the nature of uh, blockchain and distributed ledger technology. So basically, that's, that's the main issue uh, on business side where most blockchain startups struggle to figure out how to uh, design their microeconomic systems, and uh, that's where we help. On technical side, there's, of course, other issues related to technological development, including uh, coding and uh, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a new nascent industry, and there are not too many work, good developers on the market. Uh, it's, it's, you know, training and uh, education 
uh, moving quite fast, but it's still not enough to support the whole blockchain industry with uh, qualified uh, uh, staff to, to support this development. So we also help um, to uh, provide this coding as outsourcing service. Do you think that's one of the main issues with uh, blockchain currently is the lack of qualified developers? Um, yes, um, there's many. Ha, there's, there are many uh, develop, you know, people who call themselves developers. But we need, we get uh, to really, uh, if you want to create a really strong team to create a platform or strong, or strong uh, you know, or you know, very valuable application, then there is uh, definitely insufficient, um, you know, uh, supply of uh, developers. And and you say that you provide training. So do you have a a schooling program, or do you just uh, give people some kind of booklet or, or something? We, we do not provide the training, but uh, what we do, we actually, you know, provide uh, development services to companies, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and based on their, you know, development on their own development team capacity, we just transfer knowledge and skills uh, to the, to their teams, so they have, uh, you know, at least they can maintain their uh, systems. So that's a, that's a purpose. Absolutely. So you're trying to fix the problem by by giving these people the the information that they need to succeed. Yeah. You know, in in terms of cost, um, very good, strong um, developer, a core developer now costs around six hundred fifty thousand U.S. dollars per year. So um, it's 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 something that not every company can offer. Just probably get on the market because of high cost. But basically for development of platform, you don't need a core developer for the whole project if it's not something really big. Um, and so so outsourcing these services is uh, probably the best option at the market right now. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other unique things that you're going to be offering at Blockspace Labs? Um, at Blockspace Labs, we actually provide a wide range of services. Um, it's um, um, it's uh, it includes you know many aspects of uh, development of you know any any blockchain startup, uh, including you know as I said uh, from just uh, identifying a need in blockchain technology, uh, and also it's um, you know developing blockchain idea concept. Absolutely. Uh, provide validation technological, architectural, and development perspectives, uh, and also benefit analysis, uh, comparing if it's if it's existing business and it already has, you know, uh, some platforms they're using, uh, we can provide post-benefit analysis, so just to make sure they, they have, a, you know, some savings, or at least, it's, you know, their value is actually uh, validated from economic point. And as I said, uh, tokenomics and business model tokenization is, uh, is uh, our core business service. But beyond that, we also, you know, uh, as a simple part, we involved in developing white papers uh, and ecosystem building, uh, evaluation and scalability assessment. Uh, and also we uh, provide services on uh, uh, advisory services on staging initial coin offerings. Um, uh, token generation event uh, and uh, security assessment. 
And uh, that, that's our sort of primary uh, scope of services. And uh, secondary would include probably, uh, you know, context analysis. Um, it's, uh, even if it's a very new technology, there is always some competition in some industry. Uh, and uh, we, we want to make sure that uh, our clients have, uh, you know, competitive advantages clearly identified and uh, put uh, on their white papers. Uh, beyond that, most, you know, some blockchain, some startups request uh, financial model assessment, uh, big later assessment, uh, and uh, management and corporate governance issues, and also uh, sometimes it's uh, related to AML, KYC compliance. Um, so that's the basic services we provide uh, to our Very good. So tell me, Mukhtar, how did you get involved with all this? Give me a little bit of your history. Um, I'm, I'm not actually really new to, to investment, and I, I've got um, you know many years in the investment management, uh, being involved in, in negotiating uh, multi-billion dollar deals in you know, oil and gas industry and mining industry and some other industries. Uh, and I also have a, you know, quite a extensive corporate management experience uh, in executive positions with, uh, you know, big major others. Um, and also I have a very strong expertise in technological startups. I'm a co-founder of uh, now four uh, technological startups. Uh, and uh, also spent probably 10 years in uh, uh, business consulting, including areas of business strategy, business process management, corporate governance, and so on, helping uh, financial institutions to go for IPO at London. So in summary, uh, all of this experience gives me you know, a quite good understanding of the current uh, blockchain startup industry and uh, there's there's probably nothing new in uh, in the ICO uh, it's it's a sort of um, hybrid i would say of several concepts like uh, open source uh, and uh, IPO uh, penny stock uh, offshore zone and many others uh, and it includes you know pretty good uh, features of this mentioned concept and the technology and I, I believe the ICO is, is here to stay, not because it's some sort of new innovation, but because it addresses major pain uh, in global economics, which is, uh, which is actually goes uh, to the whole picture of funding of small and medium enterprises, where more than 50% of global is small and medium enterprises have no access to funding and even more startups struggling to get funding for their ideas. And uh, from, from global economic point, this is a very good uh, solution uh, and very good tool uh, just uh, to give uh, some uh, even crazy ideas to just try because the, the, the world is not recovered uh, from, you know, from the latest uh, global economic crisis. And that's where I see that it fits uh, actually the whole picture. And uh, on the other hand, uh, there is a good uh, uh, opportunity that we will shake up regulation industry because from my perspective, uh, regulators, uh, and it's not just my my perspective, but from decentralization point of view, 
uh, any regulator is also part of uh, this middleman system. In other words, it's a middleman that acting between business and people. And what we see here in, uh, in, 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 uh, from a regulation perspective, we had a, uh, in 2001, we had a um, Enron scandal and, uh, 12, and dozen of other uh, large corporations uh, you know, uh, doing fraud and uh, you know, cheating um, public and so on and so on. And uh, that led us to, you know, to rethink the whole governance systems for corporations. And where that's where you know all of the Basel and Sarbanes-Oxley standards were introduced. Uh, so basically, in 2001, we had a you know some regulation, and but it didn't help us to save uh, you know public from fraud. Later, we faced with Bernard Madoff's uh, Ponzi scheme, and uh, regulation didn't help in that case too. And we then we had the Lehman Lehman Brothers and. Uh, the same happened again. Uh, regulation didn't work. And then we faced a global economic crisis and no regulation was actually enough to regulate. So basically what I'm saying is, uh, I'm not sure if regulation, regulations actually developed by centralized systems are effective anymore. So basically what, what we need probably to, to try is just to use ICO as a new way for uh, you know, public funding uh, and uh, look for regulation to, in order to avoid any scam or fraud schemes uh, in the ICO industry. We, we needed to develop um, self-regulation um, within that industry. What I mean by that, there is a new idea by Vitalik Buterin. Uh, it's called DAICO, which is Decentralized Autonomous uh, initial coin offering where the whole um, government system should be based on um, on voting of those people who invested in this in, in, in specific application in other words they should have 51% uh, of voting power and that's how uh, you know future allocation of funding and uh, uh, any important funding decisions should be made by members of Specific platform, and that's I believe one one approach. And beyond that, we see a lot of there are new uh, resources available for investors in ICO that can provide some background information, teams on founders, uh, on ideas. So basically, evaluating and accessing all of this uh, new blockchain startup startups and uh, that's a good move uh, and I believe this industry will develop in that way so so my uh, so my personal opinion is that we should uh, keep this ICO and blockchain industry separate from centralized system systems and uh, without uh, letting them interrupt and kill it uh, and uh, that's that's my you know uh, it's, it's beyond just uh, business thinking it's just uh, my you know kind of citizen position. <laughs> Absolutely. So when are you planning to unveil Blockspace Labs and where's the best place for people to uh, get more information about it? Uh, you mean these two uh, startup ideas? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it may take probably six more months to uh, to complete. We can move probably and uh, uh, reveal uh, more details and uh, 
and perhaps invite public to participate in these projects too. And where can people find more information about Blockspace Labs and follow what you're doing? Um, there are several ways. I mean, we have a website, blockspacelabs.io, uh, which is under construction now, but we should, I, I believe we should complete it in a couple of weeks. Uh, beyond that, we have a um, quite a, you know considerable uh, social media presence, and we have a blockchain business uh, LinkedIn group where we have probably close to 33,000 members and the same you know type of groups on uh, Facebook um, and uh, Google Plus so basically we communicate with our, our you know followers and uh, people who are generally interested in uh, in uh, blockchain uh, technology and distributed ledger technology and uh, that's how we can communicate the larger community wonderful well, Mukhtar, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. This has been really eye-opening, and we're looking forward to seeing these new developments through the blockchain and and then the new solutions that Blockspace Labs is introducing into the system. Thank you very much. Uh, and I believe um, we're working on a very good uh, ideas for general public good, uh, social good. And I hope uh, we'll get uh, you know support from uh, from larger uh, community uh, for our ideas, and uh, would be happy to announce as soon as possible. Well, we will be looking forward to it and keeping our eyes and ears open for Blockspace Labs when it is finally unveiled. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mukhtar. This has been Juliet Lamar for Future Tech Podcast. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. Catch you next time. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, in their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here. Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. 
Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.